Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 271, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on January the 11th, 2024. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Not much. What are you up to? Um, right now, I'm doing a show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I you know, finished a book, and, uh, you know... Feeling re-energized now that it's uh, the new year. So, uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete. Kevin. Okay, so, um, you know, I feel like we should, like, apologize. Our last episode was late. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, the holiday week was kind of tumultuous for us as far as like getting content out and recording um you know i was traveling you know you were insanely busy your busiest time of the year so um you know i think holiday the the week of christmas and new year's might just have to kind of be like our like hey you got to go with us here a bit um yeah it is a then, crazy week yeah and then i was at i was at deadline for um you know new book after that so it, it was it's just insane Super, super insane. But we are here. We are back. It is 2024 and we are ready to charge in. We got an all news catch up week because so much news came out in the last week. It was like, OK, Disney, that's always my favorite. Yeah, it was like Disney, like saved it all up and was just like, here's all the news in the beginning of the year. Uh, so we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, and before we get into that, folks, just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you to our friends over on Patreon at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. So much additional content there. The patron show uh, Pete and I, have, we've been saying we're going to record a geek watchtower now for forever, but we are actually going to do it. We have set it. We have set a date for it. So that is coming at Patreon next week. We've got a new patron experience coming this week. Uh, we have got um, I'm going to be doing another episode of Orlando Outside Disney very soon. Rachel and I are filming some festival food features this weekend. And uh, yeah, we've got, we've got so much going on. Just a lot going on over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. Uh, you got tiers there ranging from three dollars a month all the way up to fifty dollars a month. And, you know, you get some pretty cool swag with that. You get some, you know, mugs and T-shirts and hoodies and all sorts of really cool two men in the mouse merch that kind of had never existed before this. So that's pretty cool. I don't have any of it. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Diving into the news. Uh, the uh, the news brought to you by our friends over to Way With Me Travel, who will plan your vacation, your Disney vacation, your universal vacation, any vacation you want. Um, all right. Worldwide news. Uh, we got a lot of worldwide news this week because a lot of like big, like sweeping things kind of happened. Okay. First and probably most importantly, um, Walt Disney World has dropped most park reservations and welcomed back all day park hopping. Okay. I mean, that's a big one. Think that's about a if that huge one. Two years ago, we would be freaking out about this. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it, it is, it, this is a monumental thing, uh, you know, and this is going to make people's vacationers 
their lives are going to be a lot easier. So as of January 9th, um, two significant changes came into effect. All right. Park reservations are no longer required for most tickets. Uh, Park reservations are not needed for Walt Disney World date based tickets, which includes single day tickets, multi day tickets and vacation packages that include date based tickets. Park reservations are, however, still required for Walt Disney World annual pass holders, student group tickets, sport convention tickets, and any other kind of non-dated ticket. Yeah, although pass holders still require reservations beginning January 11th, 2024, which we'll talk about in a minute, Disney is introducing good-to-go days, which are select dates pass holders can visit without a theme park reservation. Um, And now the other big thing is uh, also annual pass holders can visit the theme parks after 2 p.m. any day except for Magic Kingdom on the weekends. All day park hopping has returned for annual pass and park hopper ticket holders. Now, this was originally we were only able to park hop after 2 p.m., if you recall. Oh, yeah. Yep. So now as of January 9th, so two days ago, guests with park hopper benefits or an annual pass can visit another theme park at any time of the day. During their park hours. Now, if you are an annual pass holder who has made a reservation for that day, if a reservation is required for you on that day, you do still have to go to your first park first before you can hop. Okay. So. All right. Uh, Next up in the news, in the worldwide news, I should say, the first round of good to go days have been announced for Walt Disney World annual pass holders. So, you know, just like what we were just talking about. The. Yeah, on good-to-go days, you can go whenever you want. You're good to go. Uh, Reservation-free days of admission at all four Walt Disney World theme parks for annual pass holders will be January 16th, 18th, 23rd, 24th, 28th, and February 1st. Disney has said that good-to-go days will be added periodically and may be released days or weeks in advance. Note that blackout dates still apply according to the tier of your annual pass. So uh, there you go. Good to go days. I mean, it really does make sense if you think about it. Like, yeah. they can't predict what the annual pass holder is going to do. No. But if you if you have a dated park ticket, if they know I'm coming to Orlando for this week, mm-hmm. like they know I'm going to the parks, they can yeah, of course. they can predict that. No, I, I'm I don't have heat with it. It's and you know what? And now that like it, it, it's um, not everybody needs a reservation. I don't think the reservation is going to be super hard to get. That being said, apparently like the first four days that Sorcerer Pass blackout dates lifted. Uh, this year, all four parks were completely filled. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't go, so you know, or we weren't planning on going. Right. Typically, I will avoid those days like the plague anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you know it's going to be a madhouse. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the new Disney Thrills ticket is offering low prices for two or three day Walt Disney World theme park admission. Available to purchase starting today, January 11th, the Disney Thrills ticket offers a two-day Walt Disney World ticket for $199 plus tax. You can also add a third-day ticket for a total of $219 plus tax. This special Florida resident ticket is valid for use beginning January 11th through March 15th, 2024, even on the weekends with an advanced park reservation for each day to your visit. Tickets can be used on consecutive or non-consecutive days. Note that as this is a Florida resident ticket, all adults will need to show proof of Florida residency at the park entrance. You can also choose a Disney Thrills ticket that includes these additional options. Park Hopper option for $40 more. Water Park and Sports option for $35 more. And the Park Hopper Plus option for $55 more per ticket plus tax. And that means you can visit more than one theme park on the same day. Plus, you get a certain number of visits to a water park 
golf course or miniature golf course based on the length of your ticket. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. As, so that's Florida resident pass only. Um, which you know, they they want to get those. They go when they want to get that walk in traffic. Sometime I think. Um, transportation times have shifted around the parks now that all day park hopping has returned. So okay. you know, for like buses and whatnot. Um, the bus transportation is now available between theme parks beginning at 10 a.m. each day. Guests may also take the monorail when traveling between Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Bus services are not available from Magic Kingdom to Epcot still at this time. So, uh, yeah, I guess they weren't doing um, buses to other parks in the morning because why, you know, why would you need to? So now they are again. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to them, so. True, true. Um yeah, so 10 a.m. I guess they figure park open to 9 a.m. You're not going to park up in your first hour. Makes sense. I like it. Yeah, or I mean, if you are, you're going to have to wait for a bus anyway. So Yeah, exactly. Um, I have done the thing before with park hopping. We had to check in at the first park you have to go to where I've yep. like walked into the park and walked right back out. Do, uh, listen, you know, my my the worst thing ever for me was when we went and they got the tropical storm. So yes. the parks opened late. And Studios, which is the park I was going to, opened at 2 o'clock that day. They opened the latest. And we we had planned on going to Studios in the morning and then going to Epcot in the afternoon. And at that point, I'm like, cool, I don't even really want to go to Studios. And it's kind of this weird day because of of the storm and everything's closed. So we went to guest services. I'm like, hey, can we just not go to Studios? It doesn't even open until 2 o'clock. We won't even make it back to Epcot kind of when we wanted to. And they're like, no, no, you got to go. I'm like, really? Like to go to my like dinner. They couldn't they I couldn't have they, to go. They couldn't just nope. change your reservation. No. Nope. I'm like, come so, on, how is this possible? Just do the old grandpa Simpson, like walked in, like, you know, shoot do 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 and then like turn back around and walk right back out. No, that was if I'm going to studios, I'm gonna stick my head in Galaxy's Edge, which I yeah. did. But let me tell you something, it was a madhouse getting into the park because mm-hmm. everyone was doing this. It was it we didn't even get back to Galaxy's Edge till like three o'clock. It was wild. So the um let me tell you the 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 50th anniversary date. I couldn't get a Magic Kingdom reservation. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to be high stress central because I'm going to have to park hop right at two o'clock before it fills up. Yep. So I literally went to studios at like one o'clock or like one thirty, and just walked in the gate and then walked right back out, back to my car and headed to, to Magic Kingdom. Okay. Just and then got through security, got got over, you know, with the boat and everything like that right before two o'clock so that once two o'clock hit i can get in and then like less than an hour later they were at capacity so crazy you gotta gotta plan for these things you gotta know how to like you know how to have those plans going okay a, a new disney vacation club lounge is coming to walt disney world now the reason this is in worldwide news is because we don't know where or when I was just going to ask you, where is it? Yeah, we we have no idea. Uh, construction on a new DVC member lounge will begin in 2024. Disney says the new lounge will be a great place for members to relax and recharge during their day of fun. No other information was given, including its location or opening date. The new lounge will join existing DVC member locations at Epcot and Bay Lake Tower. Disney made the announcement in a blog post detailing some of the new additions coming to the parks and resorts worldwide in 2024. Now, Disney notoriously does not have an annual pass holder lounge um they did for like a minute uh like last year so it was it was at sunshine seasons and it was just like you know like sunshine seasons like you have sunshine seasons and then like 
over by living with the land there's like another seating area for sunshine season yeah there's that little like section that's off to the side they made that the pass holder lounge so it was like an open air pass holder lounge it's it was really yeah. weird yeah they uh, they've done pass holder lounges for like some of the epcot festivals i remember once there was one in the american adventure like on the second floor in this like room okay that was cool but like SeaWorld has one all like all year long and universal now has one too or at least they did last time I was there. They they tend to change and move it, and all, like it was the Betty Boop store last time I was there. I know it's gonna sound weird, but if you did a pass holder lounge, wouldn't it make sense to make in any place? By the way, wouldn't yeah. it make sense to have it be consistent? Yes. Like, hey, you guys come all the time. Here's a place you can go. Yeah, Universal has has moved it around a little bit. Uh, sea Worlds is consistent. SeaWorld is always the same. Now, the SeaWorld one is great because in the SeaWorld one, there's a soda fountain that is free. You just go up and you like get oh, that's cool. like, cups of soda. So Rachel and I duck in there. Usually we get like festival food. We bring it in there and then we get like, you know, soda fountains. And they, they give you the, these little cups. They're not like Dixie cups, but they're probably like, you know, decent, like, you know, a half cup or something like that. Um, right. for you to fill up and they're like please only use these you know please only use these and everyone's filling their water bottle up though yeah of course uh, um i will say the floor in there is always very sticky well because of the little cups people are yeah. overfilling yes uh but yeah i love the the pass all the lounge for sea world it's um it's great it's in one of the restaurants like in the back room in one of the restaurants um, the Universal one was cool, too. They had this machine that could turn a bottle of regular Coke into a frozen Coke. Okay. You literally, you got your bottle of Coke and, uh-huh. you, and you put it on like this, like, like platform and they hit a button and you just watch it turn into a frozen Coke. I don't, I don't just mean like it freezes it into ice. Like, yeah, it turned it into like a slushy. How? I don't know. Wow, cool. <laughs> Maybe like some Harry Potter magic? I don't know. They don't have Coke in Harry Potter. No, they don't. Uh, which I hate, by the way. I know. <laughs> have this gilly water. It it's like like eight dollars. Oh, really? What what's the difference between gilly water and regular water? It says gilly water on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bought it one time thinking it was some kind of flavored water, and I was like, what? This is water. Have you ever had the the pumpkin juice? Oh, one time. I was like everyone's only had it one time yeah i was like i am not one to shy away from sugary things but that was too much sugar yeah oof that was like i was like somebody is like somebody filled a pumpkin with sugar and and just liquefied it like up to the top of the pumpkin ethan had to have it one time he's Uh like i have to have this and he was like woof i'm like yeah (laughs) the 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 butter beer though is fantastic i will always get that the butter beer is just frozen, regular, hot. What's your butter beer order? I'm a frozen person. I'm a regular person. I just like regular butter beer on a hot day. I like a regular cold butter beer. Now that frozen butter beer is. I have a had light. So one time I, mean, I was at Universal and it was super cold, like, you know, jackets and everything, like red noses and all that. And a hot butter beer. Oof, man. Oh, man. Was that good? Was it? Okay. Yes. Uh, now, I do have one actually better for you. Better than the regular, better than frozen, better than hot butterbeer. That is butterbeer soft-served ice cream. Okay. Fantastic. It is a it is a must-have for me and on any like hot universal day. Uh, you can only get it on, I believe you can only get it on Diagon Alley. At least that's where I've always gotten it. I don't think the ice cream shop 
in uh, Hogsmeade has it. I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I know the one in Diagon Alley has it. The one right by the dragon. I would dragon. like to try that. Yeah. It's very, very good. I'm surprised you haven't tried it. No, I haven't. Whenever we, whenever I bring Rachel to Universal, we always have to stop. She doesn't have an annual pass, so she usually just goes like for Halloween Horror Nights or like, you know, on a special occasion. So we always go to get the ice cream and she always gets this, this, this lavender ice cream that she likes in there. I was just like, Ugh. lavender isn't a flavor. It's a flower. <laughs> it's gross. She's like, you want to try it? I'm like, no, I've tried this every time you've ever given you've ever had it. And every time I'm like, that's disgusting. And she she loves it for some reason. I don't know. Wow. All right. I, can't stand it. I don't like it at all. Just have you ever had I... garlic garlic ice cream? No, I feel like that would I would not have a good time if I had that. It's funny. I love garlic, right? And there's a mm-hmm. there's a restaurant here in Cranford, the Garlic Rose, which has oh, garlic ice cream. My fa- my parents love the garlic rose. I've gone forever, but they have garlic ice cream. I remember trying it, and it is it's I imagine it's the same kind of experience. Like I ate it, and I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was like me with the pickle milkshake. Yeah, at at, uh, at the festival. Um, okay. Well, uh, the Disney Plus, the, so free dining is back. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. With a, with a twist. Free dining with a twist. So free dining is back, but only for Disney Plus subscribers. This is genius. This is genius. Yeah. Plan, right. Yeah. So a free dining plan is available exclusively for Disney Plus subscribers when purchasing select vacation packages to Walt Disney World during the summer of 2024. Starting January 3rd, Disney Plus subscribers can get a free dining plan when purchasing a non-discounted four-night, four-day Walt Disney Travel Company package that includes a room at a select Disney resort and theme park uh, ticket with a park hopper option. The offer is valid for arrivals most nights, July 1st through September 30th. So contact away with me travel for that one. So, I mean, look, if you're going to Disney World, you have a Disney Plus subscription, right? Like, right. Right. They keep saying they don't have as many subscribers. I'm like, who doesn't have Disney Plus? I don't know a single person that doesn't have Disney Plus. I think a lot of people are dropping Disney Plus. Okay. I think 2024 is not exactly going to be a banner Disney Plus year. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. There's not really a lot of stuff coming out. I mean, nah. Echo just came out. Oof. Oof. Yeah. We'll talk about it in the Geek Watch Tower, but oof. Oh, I watched that. Dude, I was like, I was like, oh, the Kingpin. And like all the trailers were like all Kingpin. It was like, watch the Kingpin's return. And like, dude, when I say Kingpin is barely in this, I mean, right. he's, in, he's in the first episode and he's in the fourth episode. And then he's in like he's in the fifth episode, too. But like he's barely in it. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, I, I think every ounce of. uh Vincent D'Onofrio footage they had probably nothing got left behind. It it all went in that trailer. It all went in that trailer. Right. (sighs) All right. Resort news. The main pool at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will be closing for a lengthy refurbishment. Now, it feels to me like like we just had that big lengthy refurbishment. But then I was like, oh, that was old Port Royale that got the big refurbishment recently. If you'll recall. Right. Like for a long, long time. Now it's the pool from January 2024 to late March 2024. The Fuentes Del Mar pool at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will be closed for routine maintenance. So they say lengthy refurbishment, but it's three months. But I mean, a lot of people go to Caribbean Beach Resort in those three months. Disney is advising guests staying at the resort during that they may see or hear construction work during daytime hours. During the closure of the main pool, guests are welcome to swim in any of the five leisure pools at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort Hotel. Um, I mean, that would really stink, like staying at Caribbean Beach and not having that pool. Yep. 
Because, I mean, the quiet pools are nice and all, but they're just little quiet pools. Yeah, like, they're just like square quiet pools. Yeah. yeah. It's not even like the quiet pool at like at like Polynesian Village, which is like still themed. I know. Uh, no water park news this week, but we do have some Disney. We actually have a lot of Disney Springs news. None of it good. Uh, oh. The Basin Store at both Disney Springs and Disney's Grand Floridian Resort are closing, but for only for refurbishment. Uh, Basin is the um, I guess it's like a bath supply store or like soaps and bath bombs and stuff like that. Uh, Disney Springs, the main basin store is closed for refurbishment with a temporary location now open at the Memories store near Rainforest Cafe. Basin carries a range of body butters, bath bombs, spice bath salts, and fresh sliced soaps. The Basin White store at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is also closed with plans to reopen in February 2024. So there you go. Basin. You ever, okay. you ever pop your head into Basin? Nope. You? I mean, here and there. I mean, I, you know, go with my, you know, I go with my fiance and, you know, ladies like to look at that stuff. I guess. I don't All know. Right. If, yeah. And, and, you know, before I was with Rachel, like Disney Springs was kind of my like date location. You know, when I was, when I was on the prowl, like when I was, when I was in, in the dating scene. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone always wanted to go stop in the basin. So I'd be like, all right, wow. here I am. I used to actually get uh, Christmas gifts in there, too. Uh, I got Christmas gifts for some friends in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Swings and Things, a mainstay of Disney Springs, is permanently closing. Why? I don't know. Maybe they're not selling any hammocks. <laughs> maybe they were selling too many things and not enough swings. So... um Swings and Things originally opened in 2017 at a kiosk across from Paddlefish in the landing at Disney Springs and later moved to a location in the marketplace. The last day of operation for Swings and Things was on January 2nd, 2024. No word yet on a replacement. Now, I loved I used to really like like turn it over in my mind that I was going to get a swing from Swings and Things. Yeah, it's one of those things like you see it and you're like, man, maybe I should have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you try it, like you sit down and you try it and you're like, oh, wow, this is like really nice. Um, and finally, Alex and Ani is closing in uh, over there in uh, Disney Springs. Oh, I'm surprised about that. I know the Alex and Ani store. Uh, it also had its final day of operations on January 2nd. So the jewelry and accessory store is closing most of its brick and mortar stores nationwide. At Disney Springs, the retailer only just completed a move into a new location at the town center this past summer. So I guess things aren't going well company wide for old Alex and old Ani. Yeah, honestly, it's probably more company wide than, let's say, Springs, because I know they have a Disney license and they do yes. a lot of Disney stuff. And I th- and I know yeah. a lot of people do go in there to buy stuff when they're on vacation because they like that. Yeah. Yep. But you got to think that rent over at Springs is probably astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't even fathom it. Should open a rogue comics location in there. Yeah. I mean, I could probably afford it for like one month. Yeah. <laughs> or a I mean, pop up shop. Yeah, own a, po- a pop up rogue comics. I'll, I'll run the counter and uh, it'll be a fun month. Yeah. Just one month and out. Yep. All right. Well, we got theme park news next, but. um. I just kind of really like our, uh, you know, our music and our, our little bumpers where we hear that, you know, Mark Daniel or, or um, you know, Bill right. Farmer. So we'll be back with the rest of the news right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse.
There's that beautiful music. You know, a lot of people have been asking me lately about the music that plays right at, during this segment. And right. They're like, oh, what is that? Is it from Disney? And I'm like, well, it was. It was from the Wonders of Life Pavilion back in the day. And um, yeah, it was. Um, it's called Behind the Waterfall. And you can find it on uh, on Spotify. On Spotify. It's on my like. So my like Spotify like workout cool down list. Like after I'm done working out, like that's one of the songs that I put on to just kind of like, like like bring my heart rate back down. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Magic Kingdom news. I'm just gonna let the song continue playing because I love it so much. I just want to hear it all the time. Uh, the fr- we now have a Frontierland station once again in Magic Kingdom for the train for the Walt Disney World Railroad. It's back. It is back, and it's better than ever. I mean, it's a train station. It's right. Uh, the Walt Disney World Railroad has a new entrance at its Frontierland station. Uh, the as part of the work taking place on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, the station is using a new staircase entrance constructed at the left of the station. So this is way different than when you used to go in at the, at the other side. The original entrance was on the right side of the station, and, and then is now behind construction walls. Um, so yeah, it looked yeah, there's a whole new staircase area. That's pretty cool. Uh nice to know that like you could still get on and off at uh at Frontierland again. Yeah, definitely. That was always my like my go-to like like where I would get off the train. Yeah, I think it is for me too. It's really weird. Or like to hop on the train even. Like sometimes yep. you'll be in Frontierland and you're like, all right, time to go. Maybe because uh, it just really fits don't. it fits the area so well. It does. I love getting on the train. Though I will say the one at, at Storybook Circus fits it pretty well too. I, I you know, yeah, I like that. Yeah, one I've too. done that one too. But I mean, like from Storybook Circus, I feel like I can just walk out of the park from Frontierland. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to take the train to the front. I right. I don't I don't know if I've ever been like, hey, guy, go on Splash Mountain. I'm at the front of the park. Let me take the train over to Frontierland. I don't think I've ever done that. No, but you know what? As someone who plans trips, you think that way. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do this time if I'm in the front. Yeah. And I want to go. I'm going to take the train. Yeah. But you never do. It no, never you happens. You know. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Disney is hinting at more big changes coming to the Magic Kingdom. It's more of this like, oh, maybe. Like, you know, it's just more of this garbage. Uh, in a post on the official Disney Parks blog announcing the upcoming closure of the Country Bear Jamboree, Disney hinted that more announcements are coming for the Magic Kingdom. So here's Disney's tease at the very end of that post. Hold your horses. We're not done yet. We have a lot of growth and investment planned for our theme parks in the coming years and look forward to sharing more announcements about Frontierland. So y'all come back now, you hear? Disney has previously shared Blue Sky concepts for major additions at Magic Kingdom, including an all-new land behind Big Thunder Mountain, which would include Disney animation IPs, including Coco and Kanto and the Disney villains. So do you think that's going to get an announcement, or do you think this is more of just like, you know, it mentions Frontierland specifically, which I think kind of rules out that beyond Big Thunder Mountain area. Right, right. Uh, some people think a more likely project will be a retheming of the Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. <laughs> Imagineers were recently spotted touring the area last year, and its location near the former Splash Mountain ride, which would soon be open as Tiana's Bio Adventure, makes it an ideal candidate to be rethemed. Could you imagine if they made that Tiana's place? I'd be totally fine with that. that I'm great. fine with it too. I mean, who cares? I don't care about Pegos Bills. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I've been to Pegos Bills. I, I don't know if I have any like attachment to it. I'm going to make this point again, though, that I think I made when they announced like the Splash Mountain thing. Is New Orleans really the frontier? It's no. not. No. 
But then again, was the South? Yeah, probably like, not. Like where 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 Splash Mountain was set? Yeah, no, because that was like that felt like that felt like yeah. I guess it is enough. Like the New Orleans is the South basically too. So yeah, you know right. what? Point withdrawn. We've we're already there. We're you know we're already doing that stuff. So yeah, point withdrawn. Sometimes you just have to workshop a thought before you, you know, talk yourself out of it. A closing date, as we just said in there, was set for the Country Bear Jamboree before it gets rethemed to all IP music. Um, Walt Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree at Magic Kingdom will be closed starting January 27th. Are you going to get in a show before then? Oh, 100%. Yeah, if I'm in Magic Kingdom between now and then, yeah, the the bear, those bears and I will, will be having one last hoot nanny. Like it. Yeah, I mean, until, you know, 10 years down the line when they're like, we're bringing back the original Country Bear Jamboree. Like, uh, in an update, Disney says the Country Bears are getting ready to put on a new show that pays homage to the Opry-style shows of Nashville. While the Country Bear Jam- musical Jamboree will include Easter eggs from the beginning to the end, including a familiar tune fans may remember, the Bears will sing new reinterpreted Disney tunes in different genres of country music like bluegrass, pop country, Americana, rockabilly, and other styles. I That basically all but confirms that Blood on a Saddle is remaining. You think so? When he says, when they say uh, including Easter eggs in the beginning of the end, including a familiar tune fans may remember. Yeah. No other song in this. I Was, know you're right. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. It's Mama Don't Whoop Little Buford. Like, it's, it's got to be <laughs> got to be Blood on a Saddle. That's, Honestly, if, if you keep Blood on a Saddle, I, I think I think everyone's cool. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. That a hundred percent takes away any objection that I have to this. I don't need to hear Davy Crockett. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think that's totally fine. Matter of fact, it's probably going to be better than yeah. what's there. Yeah, I don't I don't need to hear, um, you know, uh, uh, all the guys that turn me on, turn me down. Like, right. Mom, Mama, don't whoop little Buford. <laughs> uh, gosh, um, I wonder what songs they're going to include. Yeah, I don't know. They got to be more like the upbeat ones, right? Like you think like, I, but I mean, did you like one jump ahead, like in the style of like Nashville country? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I can't even predict what it could be. I think you're gonna have a Taylor Swift bear. Ah, because I thought about that when we started talking about this. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, they said pop country, so you know. I know she does. I mean, they are paying. They're paying royalties on these songs. I mean, they're not going to be contemporary country songs. They're going to be Disney songs. Right, but just oh, that's true. Right, so I don't know. We'll see. In Epcot news, all right, we got news and it all centers around Festival of the Arts. Now we can preview Festival of the Arts here a little bit and talk a little bit about the okay. food, a little bit about the entertainment, maybe for as long as makes sense. If we're going through the food and it's taking forever, I'm going to just pull the plug on it. Are you going to read every drink that is offered this year? No, I never read the drinks. Okay. For a family show. Okay. <laughs> uh, Disney has released the performance schedule for live entertainment offerings. All entertainment is included with standard Epcot admission, obviously. Art Defying Gravity in the World Showcase Plaza. That is going to be Saturday through Wednesday at 11 a.m., 11.55, 1.50, and 2.45 p.m. And this looks like an acrobat show. Okay, interesting. Art in Performance at the World Showcase Plaza at 1 and 4 p.m. This looks like it's going to be an artist, um, like painting a painting. Uh, The artist schedule, uh, we've got Trevor Carlton. 
from January 12th to 15th, 18th to 21st, and 25th to 28th. Stephen Fishwick from February 1st to 4th, 8th to 11th, and 15th to 19th. Uh, now you have the Disney on Broadway concert series, which is my favorite concert series they do of the year. Yeah, I get that. Because like these are like actual like current Broadway performers. It's not like Tiffany coming out saying, I think we're alone now. And she's like, oh, hey. whoa, Tiffany is awesome. I mean, I didn't know who Tiffany was before we went to see Tiffany. No, but I'm they, telling you, she's awesome. Yeah. But then we were watching uh, we were rewatching the movie Ted, the Seth MacFarlane uh, teddy bear movie Ted, because the, the series is about to come out on Peacock and I'm very excited for it. Uh, you uh, know what? I'm I'm not a crazy Ted fan, but I did see the trailer for that show. It does look pretty it good. It's really funny. The f- I love the first Ted. I think the first Ted is super it's funny. Okay. There's so I've never seen any moments. other ones. Uh, the second one wasn't great, but I the the creepy guy that like kidnaps him. He was dancing around to Tiffany, and for the first time, I was like, "Oh, hey, I know that song now." <laughs> look and at now. that! It's a song from Ted, and now it's in my head. Um. At the American Gardens Theater, the Disney on Broadway concert series is going to be January 12th to February 19th at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. First, you're going to have Cassie Levy from Frozen and Patty Murren, also from Frozen, so I'm guessing they're Anna and Elsa. That's going to be January 12th, 14th, 15th, 18th, 20th, 23rd, 22nd, and 23rd. Gavin Lee from Beauty and the Beast and Heidi Blickenstaff from The Little Mermaid. January 13th, 16th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 24th, and 25th. Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and L. Stephen Taylor from The Lion King, January 26th, 28th, and 29th. Josh Strickland from Tarzan and Kissy Simmons from The Lion King, January 27th, 30th, and 31st. Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and L. Stephen Taylor from The Lion King, February 1st, 3rd, 5th, and 6th. Josh Strickland from Tarzan and Kissy Simmons from The Lion King, back February 2nd, 4th, 7th, and 8th. Mandy Gonzalez from Aida and Michael James Scott from Aladdin, February 9th, 11th, 12th, 15th, 18th, and 19th. He was the genie, right, James? Uh, Michael James Scott? I believe so. I'm going to look that up real quick because I like him a lot, and he's he's usually there. But I knew that he was in Spamalot right now in New York, so I wasn't sure if he was going to be making it this year. Yes, that would be the genie. Um, and I believe he is actually leaving Spamalot at the end of January, so that makes a little bit more sense. Right. Finally, Bradley. So they're going to be February 9th, 11th, 12th, 15th, 18th, and 19th. Finally, Bradley Gibson from The Lion King and Shoba Narayan from Aladdin will be February 10th, 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, and 19th. These, it's always such a good show. I mean, now I'm also not one that needs to. I've recently discovered that I really don't need to sit in the America Gardens Theater. I 100% get that. Like you can easily go grab a pulled pork sandwich at yep. um, Regal Eagle Steakhouse and sit outside at one of the picnic tables there and you hear it just fine. I, I, I think that same thing when I see people waiting on these like hour long lines sometimes. Yeah. I mean, couldn't you just sit over here and still enjoy it? Like you really need to I know see you can't little... watch it, but what's the, what are they? They're not really doing like I just want to listen to the music. Like that's what I'm here right. for. Right. You a Regal Eagle fan? I love the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of that. I've had friends yeah. that have I've had friends that have gone and they've been like, oh, I don't like it that much. And I'm like, well, there's something wrong with you. And yeah, I think you, it's pretty good. Quality is subjective and all that and whatnot. But I think the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is, is fantastic. I love going there. Um, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we're here. There's always a festival. Like, do we eat festival food or do we eat Regal Eagle? Typically, by the end of a festival, we're pretty much tired of the festival. So I get it. Yeah. At that point, we're just kind of like. 
uh, maybe we're just going to do the, um, you know, like we'll go to connections or we'll go to Regal Eagle instead. Depends That's on the one. hard thing for me. I mean, like I th- I've only eaten there twice, but when we're on a vacation, it's there's so much food in Epcot. Yeah. It's hard for me to be like, hey, when are we all going to go to this barbecue place? Like, right. Instead of like all these places. So you and almost got to like make a concerted effort to be like, here's when we're going to do that. And of course, it's themed to the one and only Sam Eagle. So, yeah, he's my yeah, favorite. Good, mother. All right. So there is a new popcorn bucket that's going to cause a lot of issues uh, <laughs> this year. Uh, we all remember the, the figment popcorn bucket fiasco the figment magnet fiasco. And now we have another figment popcorn bucket that will likely lead to a fiasco. Uh, this is going to be insane. I think I'm going to tell you right now. There's oh, oh and no... the, the, I'm sorry. The figment character line fiasco. Also, I forgot about that. Go ahead. That's true. There's no way that they are not making a million of these. I, you, I think you're over. I think you're overestimating them. Like, Think about it this way, right? Like, like I bought a figment popcorn bucket. Like, I literally was just like, oh, cool, figment popcorn bucket. I want that. Boop, and bought it. You know why? Yeah. Because they they made this, like, craziness. And then they're like, cool, we're going to sell these for, like, a year afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. I'm telling you. It, it is a... But you don't think the you don't think that right off the bat it's going to be crazy? I think that if you go on day one to get this, you're crazy. So what I think is going to happen is I'm well. I'm, what I'm hoping will happen is they will do the virtual queue for this again, where you buy it on the app and then you go pick it up. Yeah, yeah. I, if they don't, they are doing everyone a disservice because there were five hour waits for that figment pop. I don't bucket. get it. I don't, even if you hours. if you live next door to Disney, I don't understand why you would do this. Look, I've got it. It's sitting on my shelf, but it, it's you know this one. I need this one. Like this one yeah. is I the second I saw that Rachel literally sent me sent it to me as a picture. She sent me a text and she goes, well, there goes our money. I was like, well, yep, you're right about that. Well, uh, listen, I need one, too. Should you see it? Yes. You know, I'm going to grab one for you. Don't worry. Uh, and I will I will grab one for you because you are my friend and I'm getting it specifically for you. I, when I see people walking out with 12 of them, I'm going to like throw a rock at them because. Yeah mentally throw a rock i will not actually heave any actual stones but the i can't stand that when there's something that's like you know kind of like you know kind of like with the figment i really hope they limit it limit it to two per person that makes sense there's no reason to not limit it to two per person of course then you have the scalpers show up with like their entire family and their their eight-year-old is buying two of them like you know it's funny i can remember being in galaxy's edge one time and I think they were like limiting you on like sabers you could buy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need I needed three Darth Maul sabers. And this one you actually have to buy multiples of because, you know, you put them together. Yeah. So I'm like, I need three. And they're like, you can only buy two. And I was standing there with Abby, who I don't know, maybe, you know, she was like 12 at the time or 11. I'm like, cool, she's going to buy one. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're like, OK, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm like, come on. Like, they I can't need, say like, they can't say no to that. You sell like these two sabers to go together, and now you sell a third part that needs to go together with a regular. Yeah, like, you know, what are you doing? But then, when the things that should have the limit of two per person, they don't do it, right? Like when they did the Orange Bird Funko or the Splash Mountain Funko, like they were not yeah. limiting those to two per person, and people were walking out with multiple shopping bags full of them. Yep, 
I, I hate it. It's a crime. All right. So Disney is looking to reproduce the blockbuster sales of the 2022 Figment Popcorn Bucket with the new version that draws inspiration from Epcot's Imagination Pavilion. This is what I love. It is so it is a popcorn bucket that is the Imagination Pavilion Pyramid with Figment inside of it. It's like a you know so clear cool. glass. It's so neat looking. The I new- love park specific stuff. So I mean, this is like as park specific as you can get yes the new version will be sold at figment's inspiration station at the odyssey art food and little sparks of magic during the epcot international festival of the arts from january 12th to february the 19th 2024 Disney notes that there will be a limit of two per person per transaction available while supplies last. Uh, No word yet on whether mobile order or a virtual queue will be used, but it would appear likely. The original 2022 Figment Popcorn Buckets debuted at the 2022 Festival of the Arts and generated huge lines with eBay buyers selling the buckets for $1,000 and more. Disney deployed virtual queues to handle the demand, and the bucket was frequently sold out. The same version was sold again in 2023, but did not reach the same levels of demand. Because everyone had it already. Yeah. So they were like, oh, well, I think they were were maybe expecting the bucket to cause the same, because they did the same one last year. Do you think they were like thinking it would would cause the same thing? And then when it didn't, they're like, all right, we need a new figment thing. No, I, I think, you know, this is a a planned out hysteria and i'm sure they i'm sure they've made a fortune on figment popcorn buckets they have learned that figment equals disney adult hysteria yes and i don't say disney adult is like a derogatory thing we are disney adults so you know because i know people a lot of people use that like weaponize that term but um yeah this popcorn bucket oh man do i need it like it's it's Absolutely. so cool. It's so so cool. All right, now we've got the full menu available for the 2024 uh International Festival of the Arts. So here we go. The deconstructed dish. I always love the deconstructed dish. It is always a stop for me. They have a deconstructed BLT, which I loved okay. last year. Yeah, so it's a pork belly, onion bread pudding, watercress, espuma, and tomato jam. I liked this a lot last year. Okay. They also have a deconstructed key lime pie, which I also very much enjoyed. Flexible key lime curd, key lime mousse, graham cracker cake, and meringues are being are being sold there. Um, cuisine classique, a beef Wellington with mushroom duxelle prosciutto and puff pastry with a red wine demi glace. Uh, by the way, I made beef Wellington. Oh, how to come? I out. did it. Uh, it was good. So I made, I decided, so I don't know if you've ever tried to buy a, a beef tenderloin before, like the whole tenderloin. Um, okay. it, it's like, it, it's like a hundred dollars. Like, so I was like, I'm not going to buy this whole thing. Uh, so what I decided to do, I did um, individual Wellingtons. So instead of one big Wellington with a Chateaubriand, I, I use filet mignon. Okay. So I used two like nice size filet mignons. I brushed, you know, I, I seared them. I brushed them with Dijon mustard. I put them in the fridge to cool. Uh, instead of a mushroom duxelle, I did a mushroom mousse, which was mushrooms, shallots, a little bit of raw chicken, um, and then some, uh, yeah. And then I, I think I, I think I put maybe some stock in it. I don't remember what I put in it, but I, I processed that until it was like a nice mousse. And then I did um, the 
the puff pastry and then I had the filet. I wrapped it in prosciutto. Um, I put, well, I also I put the mushroom mousse on top on top and bottom of it, wrapped it in prosciutto, and then wrapped it in the puff pastry, and then baked it, and it was really good. Wow, nice, really, really good. I'm a big fan of the Wellington. It is not a thing I'm going to do all the time. It's not like a, hey, the kids are hungry, let's make a Wellington. No, no, but that is a special occasion meal. It is a special occasion meal. We did it for New Year's Day. I made it for New Year's Day. I like so, it. I'm thinking next year since we're doing Christmas here, maybe I'll do. Christmas Wellingtons. Uh, it, a couple of things have been requested of me. Uh, one was no Dijon mustard next time because it was too much of okay. it. And uh, Rachel was like, do we really need the prosciutto? Hmm. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll see. The prosciutto was very salty. Right. It made it a little too salty. <clears throat> I still need you to go to a Ramsey restaurant. I, that will be happening. Don't worry. Uh, we also have the cast iron roasted PEI mussels with sautéed tomatoes, garlic, and fresh herbs. Over at Figment's Inspiration Station at the Odyssey Art Food and Little Sparks of Magic, we've got a blueberry-filled pastry tart, which is basically a Pop-Tart. A rainbow cake with freeze-dried Skittles and uh, with freeze-dried Skittles on it. That sounds really good, actually. I, I can't tell if it does or not. I like Skittles, so... You know, I'm not that, a huge Skittles guy, but like freeze dried, what does it do to them? I don't know. Huh. Well, you need to try that. I need yeah. to know. And of course, there is also the figment uh, cake with uh, the, the the figment premium popcorn bucket with rainbow popcorn. Uh, they also have a grape smoothie here with freeze dried Skittles Skittles. And it's al- non-alcoholic. And that is served. It looks like in some kind of figment uh, like cup. I think they had that last year also. Okay. I, I remember I remember year. thinking Abby would love that. The Craftsman Courtyard has got grilled pork belly with salsa verde, broccoli rob, pickled peppers, and rocklet cheese on grilled sourdough. You know, I nicknamed my brother Broccoli Rob because his name is Rob. And I, I okay. did it for like two days and my mother made me stop. And and I was like, why? And she's like, it's too good. It'll stick. And everyone will be calling him that at some point. So you can't call him that anymore. That's funny. Uh, Grilled marinated skirt steak with caramelized onions and mushrooms, blue cheese fondue and arugula on a grilled French roll. I have to have this. That looks good. That's going to be my thing. That's the first thing I'm getting. Okay. The grilled marinated skirt steak. That sounds good. Refreshment outpost. We've got the parish brewing company. Um, these are all just um, beverages. Parish Brewing Company, Blueberry Mochi Berliner Vice, the Tank Brewing Company, Street Art Amber, and the Brewery Omegang Neon Rainbows IPA. Pastoral Palette has got a red wine braised beef short rib with a parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and balsamic glaze, and a black forest cake. That red wine braised beef is calling my name. That looks really good. Over at the artist's table, we've got duck and dumplings, which is smoked duck breast, ricotta dumplings, baby vegetables, and duck jus. You do duck? Uh, yeah, I do. I actually enjoy duck. I think duck is it, it's it's kind of gamey, but like I don't know, I like it. I I like it also. It can, be, it can be dry, but yeah, I like it. I don't I don't know if I'll get the duck and dumplings, but we'll see. I do. I like the idea of ricotta dumplings, so maybe I will. Uh, maybe I will get that. The hummingbird cake is also a banana and pecan cake dipped in cream cheese icing with caramel sauce and warm pineapple compote. 
the Tangerine Cafe Flavors of the Medina. Uh, that has got grilled kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli, um, chermoula chicken and Moroccan spice lamb, stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, chermoula, and jug dips, and chocolate cake with pomegranate mousse and pomegranate whipped cream. How do you like pomegranate? Hmm. It's okay. It's I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way for pomegranate. Yeah, I don't get the pomegranate seeds thing. I, I know everyone. I remember on the cruise on the wish they're like one of like the vitamin, the vitamin water that they had the flavored vitamin water uh, uh-huh. was like pomegranate flavored and Rachel kept getting it. And I was like, it's kind of gross. My kids love pomegranate at uh vibrante and, and vivido and Canto Cocina. You get a chorizo and potato empanada. Okay. With, that sounds good. Yeah. With a turmeric aioli and a natto aioli um, and a passion fruit filled mango cheesecake. With coconut pineapple cake, dragon fruit galette, and dragon fruit strawberry sauce. <laughs> then we have gourmet landscapes. Uh, Verjus roasted beets with goat cheese. Roasted bone marrow with onion marmalade, pickled mushrooms, and petite lettuce. And a wild mushroom risotto with truffle shavings and Zinfandel reduction. I love a good mushroom risotto. Mm, I do too, actually. Yeah. Um. I think I had that last year and it was very good. All right. Over at the refreshment port, you can get the Nucky poutine with red wine, braised beef, cheese curds, basil, and burrata. I will not be getting this. Uh, I, Nolan. Well, you know, my buddy Nolan, he dude, yeah. he's obsessed with poutines. Oh, I love poutines also, but I had this one last year and didn't like it. Hmm. Okay. That's why I'm not getting it. It's in the, the gnocchi was not as good as just regular French fries with it. Yeah. Yeah, does, I can tell you. Totally does, does Nolan visit the world of poutine at, at uh, over at? Uh, I want to meet up with Nolan one time when he's in Disney. I just want to like. He's go. going next week. He's no, doing a awesome. little impromptu trip with the wife. Oh, good for Nolan Ryan. Um, okay. Also, they have the artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie, which I did get Rachel to get last year. I've had that within the past. I just like painting with a little paintbrush. Yeah, I mean, I think I did for like one minute, and then I was like, I'm just gonna eat this. You just got to mix all the colors together until it makes like brown. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so it's a big soft cookie and it looks like a palette and it has like like frosting on it, like paint and a paintbrush and you can paint with it. It's great. Deco Delights has a Neapolitan dessert trio, which is a chocolate tart, a vanilla bean cheesecake and strawberry mousse. Pop Eats, which this place was always one of my favorites every year. I love Pop Eats. You can get a tomato soup with grilled cheese, a tomato soup with pimento cheese bacon and fried green tomato grilled cheese or a rock the dots white chocolate and orange mousse with vanilla bean chiffon cake now that sounds good yes the the tomato soup and grilled cheese is fantastic every year every year it's a must do um the the tomato soup is great you dip the grilled cheese in it oh so good the one year they actually it, the grilled cheese came in or the tomato soup came in like a specialty like can that was like labeled to pop eats okay now pop eats was where the figment popcorn bucket was in 2022 okay it's kind of in that area where like hawaii used to be for food and wine and now it's like yep. they do like the honey bistro there and stuff like that during uh flower and garden you know where i'm talking about by that bathroom yep. in the uh world showcase of flavors or whatever it is the 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 dole whip place a swirled showcase that's it um 
The refreshment station will have a frozen slushy, uh, which will be Coca-Cola, dragon fruit, or watermelon. A dragon fruit slushy. That's interesting. Hmm. I have not tried dragon fruit, but Connections Eatery will have a specialty beverage, which will be orange lemonade cocktail. La Art de la Cuisine Francaise, which guess where that one is? Um, Germany. No, I'm kidding. It's France. The <laughs> uh, uh, creme de brie and petite pine, which is warm, creamy brie in a house made bread bowl. I'm going to forego the French names here and just tell you what they are, because there I'm- you go. Salmon fumé mousse. No, it's salmon mousse, smoked salmon, dill, and flaxseed biscuits served cold. A, they have a puff pastry with salmon and spinach and Chardonnay shallot sauce served warm, and um, one that's both of the salmons, which I think I actually might get because that sounds both of those sounded good. Uh, and molten var valrana ch- uh, chocolate cake, hazelnut crunch, and mango raspberry coulis. Uh, El Artista Hambriento has carne asada, chipotle marinated beef sirloin, grilled queso fresco, um, and uh, yeah, a Napoli salad with queso fresco foam and chicharron dust. This is in Mexico. Jashiki has the Wagyu bun, a steamed bun filled with American Wagyu beef served with green shiso sauce. I'm I'm annoyed right now. Okay. Okay. I'm like highly annoyed because like when food and the food and wine menu comes out or like the, the, the flower and garden festival comes out, I'm like, eh, all right. Like, you know, I have seen like 10 things that I want on this and this is only a month. Well, you, you know, go how anno- a lot. you know how annoyed I get about festival of the arts with like how short it is. That Wagyu bun sounds incredible with like a nice I'm not, purple I'm not a steamed bun guy. That's mm. not my thing. I love a good steamed bun. They also have the sushi donut, which I've loved every year is a sushi is a donut shaped sushi featuring salmon, tuna, shrimp, cucumber and sesame seed over a decorated plate of wasabi. And then there's the Ichigo mochi, which is uh, mochi filled with fresh strawberry, sweet azuki bean paste and white chocolate served with strawberry cream. I want literally everything at this booth. Gift card uh, time. Yeah, well, we got 150 bucks for Christmas to, oh, to spend on nice. this stuff. Um, the Painted Panda over in China. General Tso's Chicken Shumai. Sounds good. A char sweet pork bun and sesame balls with red bean paste. Once more, everything at this booth I want. Okay. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> La Art di, man- di Mangiare. Mozzarella Frida, which is a flash fried breaded fried mozzarella with artist palette condiments. That looks good. This is the first Italy thing I think I've ever wanted at any festival. All right. Uh, Concigli uh, Ripien, which is baked stuffed uh, pasta with beef ricotta, peas, pomodoro, and creamy sauce. I will pass because of the peas. Uh, and Torta Ricotta di Chocolata, which is chocolate cheesecake and whipped cream. I feel really bad when I mispronounce the Italian stuff because, like, I should know it, but we were never taught the Italian as kids because it was the secret. It was the secret language of the older generation. It was when they didn't want you to know what they were talking about. Right. So um, my great grandma and my pop, they would like, you know, just launch into Italian when they they didn't want us to know what they were talking about. All right. Swirled showcase soft serve in a waffle cone, vanilla chocolate cup or cupcake flavored ice cream. 
uh, a cream soda float with vanilla soft serve and a strawberry Fanta float with with cupcake soft serve. And does that mean there's no Dole Whips there this time around? Uh, hmm. Is World Showcase always going to change with the festival? I don't, I don't know. Our funnel cake this year is a crazy chocolate funnel cake sandwich, which is a mini funnel cake sandwich with vanilla ice cream, rainbow whipped cream, strawberry sauce, powdered sugar, and sprinkles. Um, finally, at Joffrey's, uh, the Joffrey's locations will have um, over at World Discovery will have the pistachio palette cold brew near Canada. They will have the realism ro- roseberry cold brew uh, showcase plaza will have the brush stroke berry bliss and the American Adventure will have the pastel pineberry frost. So there you have it. A lot of stuff, a lot of food, a lot of food. And I want so much of it. I want so much of it. This is like the best menu I've ever seen. Well, we're going Sunday, so all right. See how much you can do in one day. Yeah, oh my, I can't do that much. That's unfortunate. I there's nothing in this world that I want to be able to do more than eat massive amounts of food, and I I can't do it. Yeah, I get it. Hollywood Studios news this week: uh, a new snack kiosk is coming to Grand Avenue over by the Muppet Vision. Okay, remember we talked about this? There's like where they yeah. had like the French toast pretzel. I think yep. I think that's what it was. Remember we we couldn't remember what it was that was there that we loved. I think I it was like a it, Fra- was a, you know, it was a French was toast. It? The French toast something. Yeah, yeah. Man, was, it I was. Think a it was. I think it was a pretzel or churro. Maybe it was a French toast churro. Hmm. No, that doesn't sound familiar. It was a French toast something. Absolutely. All right, we're getting closer. We're getting closer <laughs> to remembering what this is. Uh, all right, so construction continues along Hollywood Studios and a new snack kiosk located along Grand Avenue. The area is on the main walkway into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and is an ideal location for a more substantial snack offering. The original snack kiosk there has been moved across the street. So no word yet on what they will have or whether whether they will have the French toast bagel donut. Mm. No, like (laughs) it was something. It was French toast something. Ah, man. I really can't remember, and I know I've had it. That's it's the worst like part. Driving, I had it multiple times. It's driving me crazy. Are you sure it wasn't a pretzel? Can't be sure. I can't. I don't think it was a pretzel. Why can't I picture this? this is going to drive me insane. This is going to drive me absolutely insane. Uh, okay, finally this week, Star Wars-themed photo shoots are now available at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, this is really cool. Yeah. So Disney's PhotoPass service is launching a new private photo shoot inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. The local Batu image specialists, which are the Disney PhotoPass photographers, will offer personalized Star Wars Galaxy's Edge 20-minute photo sessions called Capture Your Moment to document visitors' adventures. During these sessions, the image specialists equipped with enhanced hollow scanning droids. Okay, they have cameras. We'll transform <laughs> will trans will travel with you around Batu. Processing scans in front of the Millennium Falcon or a First Order shuttle at the market in Black Spire Outpost among the landscapes of lush forests and mountains or as you explore other spots on the planet. Your image specialist can also offer you an assortment of artifacts that you can use while documenting your mission. Each Capture Your Moment photo session is $99 and can include up to eight guests. Photos are not included in the price of a session. However, those with a Disney Photo Pass entitlement, such as Memory Maker or Memory Maker One Day and qualifying annual passwords with a Disney Photo Pass download benefit can download the photos taken during a session at no extra cost. You can also opt to purchase photos individually. Now, I have friends that have done this, not the Star Wars one, but they, they did it for their engagement photos in, in Animal Kingdom, I believe they did. 
Um, okay. They loved it, but they said you. They said it go. It's so fast. It's only twenty minutes. So like, you need to go in there. You can't be like, hmm. What should we do? Where should we go? What pay? You got to go in with right. ideas. Like if you're doing this, if you're spending a hundred bucks and you're going, you remember you have twenty minutes. Go in with a list of like potential ideas. Scout locations beforehand. Let the photographer know that you know exactly what you want to do. Do you know how many pictures they got? Roughly a lot. Okay. A lot, a lot, a lot. Because she had the annual pass with with the entitlement, right? Yeah, honestly, it's a thing that I've wanted to do forever, but you know, someday I will. Ninety nine dollars. That's not bad. No, and anyone who's doing this has Memory Maker. I mean, you're not. Uh, yeah, like I can't imagine doing this and not getting Memory Maker. Right. Like I feel like you do this because you have Memory Maker. Exactly. So. All right, and that is the news this week and the show this week. Okay, wow, that was a lot yeah. of stuff a to lot take of stuff. in, and we did the whole festival. I mean, like, come on, man. Um, all right. So, anything else you want to add this week? Hmm. No, not it's been nothing else start to the year. So it has been. It has been. All right, so uh, that's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us and for uh, you know being a special part of the Two Men in the Mouse family. Thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. And if you want to uh, check out our good buddy Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, for <clears throat> planning a trip to uh, Disney World Universal, anywhere in the world, check out our buddies over at awaywithmetravel.com. Uh, Justin and all of his agents over there have got you guys covered. You can reach out to Justin at show at awaywithmetravel.com or Justin at awaywithmetravel.com. And, uh, you know, I'm no two men in the mouth, Sancho. Uh, for me, folks, please check out my books. Uh, you know, Ross and Annie series is down for a bit. I am re- rewriting the series and then we put putting it back up in one form or another. Um, yeah, I'm like, re- I'm doing like a page one rewrite on the first book because I'm wow. like, that yeah, dude, like a my, lot. Well, it's my first book, so it's like bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, like people people <laughs> like it, but I'm just like, I don't like this book. It's bad when I read it. I don't have a good time. Uh, so, but I'm like now, knowing like, with everything I can do now, I'm like, I really want to like give this like give this story like the the treatment that I think it deserves. Uh, but my other books are all available. Uh, you can check them out under the name Vincent Valentine. That's V A L E N T E A N. I uh, just finished a new one actually that. Um, it's going to be a kidnapping story, a mafia-based kidnapping story where cool. the maf- mafia boss's daughter gets kidnapped and he has to decide whether he has to, you know, figure it out on his own or if he takes the FBI deal to work with the FBI to help get his daughter back. Mm, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun one to write. Uh, all right. And, of course, the Morty Monster YouTube channel. Folks, check that out at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. We've got the Jollywood Nights video coming. I just have not had time to edit it yet. Uh, I know it's way late and not in and not at all relevant anymore, but it will be coming soon. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Uh, let's do it again next week, Kevin. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse.